What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn self. Our damn selves. You know how we do it. 188, kid. Yeah. Yes. Woo. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Happy New Year Happy 2021. Year. Get yes. the fuck out of here forever, 2020. You out of there. Gone. Vince Carter year. said it's over. 2020 <laughs> is over. And he retired in 2020. That's so ironic. It's over 2020. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man. We won't speak about that year no more. <laughs> it's over. Well, did you check out um skills um wrap up? I did not. Well, skills um shout out to the homie Matt. He's been doing these like damn near twenty years. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did the, for the original one. He did was the um two thousand two wrap up. Very early in my radio career, that's the first one he did. And then every year, like he's taking some years off. Like some years, he just like said, "I'm retiring from doing it." And then some other lame ass people put out wrap ups. So he said this. He had the Morris Day that shit. Let me sell stay for a while, see how it's done. Like, yeah. Remember, like he took one year off and then like another wrap-up came when it sucked. So then the following he said, Yeah, I gotta I gotta do it. Yeah. I can't take no because y'all, y'all, y'all I'm not gonna do it justice to wrap up. Yeah. But skills, he y'all, all, not passing, y'all not passing it off. Right. He had a lot to talk about. I know he tried to time it right, but I'm gonna um, explain like um it like how it went down. You know, of course he talked he started off with um the thing up his nose, like yeah, like he had um. Cause I watched the video of it on um, on his gram. He, he said, um, you know, the swab up the nose, swab, yeah, test, yeah. And then talked about all that. Yeah, COVID hit. Talked about how he lost Kobe and Gianna like early in the year. He talked about um, of course, like everybody's zooming and now this is what we're doing right now. We zooming the podcast. <laughs> he talked about everything <laughs> like that. And of course, like he started getting to the um Brianna Taylor, um Ahmad Arbery. He talked about um those cases. Mm-hmm. And then um the election, all the stuff pretty much we talked about last week. And what yeah. made it so powerful in the video, the way it wrapped up, because then they showed the last scene of him rapping. You see it zooming out, you see there's a clock behind him. And I thought like it was a new year, it's like counting down to the new year, like which is what we all then I right. saw the clock was going up. And then when it zooms out, it was like, um, okay, 841, 42, 43, 47. If you don't know, like, the whole time I've been doing his rap, it's like, it's how long Derek Chauvin had um, George knee on George Floyd's neck. I was like, ooh, powerful. <laughs> but you can see the clock behind him. He's like, he's just, like, doing his rap, and then the clock, he was like, yeah. And if you didn't know, yeah. The t- and, and I was going to go the COVID I've been doing this video. Like, the time said the number. I thought the COVID number of people that died. I thought that. When you said the number going up, I thought it was a COVID number. And me, when I saw the clock, I thought it was um a first a countdown to like 2021. Then I said, no, that clock is going up. And then say you had another theory about it being like the number of COVID cases. And when yeah. you see like it's like, okay, 42, 43, 44, 45. Like, he's like going up to the 846 is which what he said. So, you know, like the amount of time I've been, I've been spitting these bars is like the amount of time that uh, Derek Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck. I was like, and then that's how he ended it right there. It's just wrapped. So it was mm-hmm. about a nine minute. Yeah, I know he's trying to get it to be exactly eight forty six. Yeah, eight forty six. Like with um, he probably I don't know if he freestyles. It's hard to like time it exactly. But, right, right. Like, video is like about like nine minutes long. Something like but that. Still, I'm gonna go look it up now. I'm gonna look yeah. it up. That's powerful. Wow. And so I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> when he was mentioning the um the Brianna Taylor and the Ahmaud Aubrey and all of that, I was like, 
How you forget George Floyd? That was the biggest one of the year. Yeah, because I was about to say, he didn't mention George Floyd. I was about to say that. Why did he mention what he said? And I was like, that's the biggest story of the year. Arguably, outside of COVID, that George Floyd is probably the biggest story of the year. And then when he And the election, of course, and the election. Election. It was probably the big three, yeah. Yeah. COVID, Floyd, and the election. I think George Floyd is probably bigger than the election. But like, he mentioned, um, yes, of course, yeah, um, um, Biden and Harris, he mentioned them. But then when he sold the clock and then he sold the rest and it's the same amount of time that Derek showing at his knee on George Floyd's neck. That's how long I've been rapping. And I was like, ooh, powerful. <laughs> so this is my, um, it's definitely top five of the wrap-ups. Like, it might be the best one he ever did. It's definitely a top five um, skills wrap-up, but. I like the one he did about uh, Obama in 08. I like that one. That was a yeah, good Obama one. Obama was good. Obama, yeah. I like the one, um, he did um one with um what's his name Duval with um the um, living my best life he did one with yeah. um the, the the year whatever year that I think that was twenty yeah 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 ago. he did one with Duval like over that beat and like and Duval made a cameo on it with nice <laughs> so that was like that was a good one too but but I think um this one because of the um the 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 set the visuals what made it for me. When mm. the clock and then when as soon as it hit eight forty six, he's like, "Yeah, it's the same amount of time that Derek Selvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck." Mm-hmm. That's how long I've been rapping right now? Because <laughs> people mm. want to try to act like, "Oh well," and it's like, "No, it was murder. Mm-hmm. It was murder." <laughs> no matter how you try to, I don't care what amount of like, okay, he was high, he was this. Yeah, he- because yeah, nobody is saying that George Floyd was an angel, but he didn't deserve to have a knee he on. Had him a, he had a he had a check or fake 20 whatever That's what it was it was like whatever. a fake a fake bill i believe and then what? um have you, have you watched the whole body cam of that i watched that whole body cam the george floyd incident i watched and it um what, what a lot of people don't know it was like it was like two other at least one other person in the car i think and like on the passenger side and it was like you no know, normal like police um interaction you know like that's all that but George Floyd, like whatever, like he was like paranoid. I don't know what he was on, and that's what caused um, it. It ended up becoming an incident, and mm-hmm. then somehow ended up with this fucking dude's knee on his neck and shit. It turned into a whole thing and shit. Like, uh, like, mm-hmm. but, but that um skills um wrap up for the twenty twenty was like, whew. And the fact that, and then the young lady, so I can't recall the young lady's name now who recorded that. Mm-hmm. Bravery to her for even because like if they, she would not record that, that would not even have gotten out. Think about that; they would have buried that. They mm-hmm. would have buried that story. Well, it wouldn't have been as big a story as it is. Like um, like mm-hmm. the body cam footage might have been viewed, but the fact that um, when that video was leaked to the press, that's what made that a story. Mm-hmm. That original um cell phone video. Yeah, because it would have got buried. That story would have got buried. It would have. It got might have been big in Minneapolis and like maybe a, yeah. some neighboring states, but like it wouldn't have been like. Now, it was like one just national news. That was worldwide. It's like right. it was looting and riots going on in other countries, like for France and like yeah. Like it was uh, other countries doing Black Lives Matter um, demonstrations. Like when I saw that overseas, with them having their large like said, France and then uh, like um, England and shit. it was like stuff going on in other countries. That's how the, I that's was how moved by that. Was. Like, I went to a Black Lives Matter um, demonstration with uh, Ariana. I took her out to one. Mm. 
you know, like I said, obviously, like I said, this one was like tailored for the kids. The one I went out to, it was tailored for families. So and why I didn't go to any rallies? I was out there when um some of the George Floyd um riots and looting was going. On. I was I caught um the Commercial Avenue. I was out there, yeah, and, um, covering that. Mm-hmm. So that's what um that's my George Floyd experience is like when that was going on. I was out there and like which got like fifty thousand views. You go to my um my eyes radio is it on my eyes radio? I think it's on my eyes radio page. I don't know, or it might be on my personal page. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's on, but the video was on my um. Video was on there, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's on, uh, it's either on my eyes man or my eyes radio. I want to say it was yeah. eyes man. I went live. I don't remember, but check yeah. all my videos. You'll see it is still there. <laughs> go to my, go to my. We get a social media out at the end of the fucking podcast. Okay. My social media. And then when we did ours, uh, it was like um, they did the demonstration for the families, and it was um, mm-hmm. I want to say the person who put together the event. She was like something in Jack and Jill, mm-hmm. but she was like I think she was like the president or something. I know she was involved with Jack and Jill, so she did the um, the whole. Uh, like demonstration for us and we marched down to um push to operation push and we and jesse jackson came out he did like a speech so jesse. yeah so that was like our experience of what we did because we like with us having children we have to educate our children about this and we have to you know we have to end this type of ugliness that's going on and it was nice seeing um all different races of children. It was nice seeing that all of us out there. And I actually ran to like one of the moms at Ariana's, uh, at the old school she went to, I ran to one of her old classmates and she was out there with her mom. So I saw her out we, there. Um, we in about nine minutes now. So it's like about the time we've been talking. That's how long uh-huh. that um, Derek Chauvin had his knee on George Forrest. Now, all that talking we've been doing. This, all know? that talking. Think about, it about how long. nine and a half minutes. So it's like maybe like, a few say like forty something seconds short of like that's how long he had his knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about how long that is. That's mm. that's just tragic. Is you know, it's. Mm. I mean, twenty twenty. It did definitely bring out some. It brought out a lot of things that needed to be brought out that we've been complacent about. We've been pacified about. So it did bring out. I mean, obviously, we didn't want it to come out the way it did, but. It brought to light things that needed to be brought to light. I don't think every I don't think it ever go back to the way it was before. Uh-uh. It's no. like um that that um that Pandora's box has been opened, so mm-hmm. and that's where we it are. Needed, it needed to be open. It did it needed to be open because like we need incident, like us what we talked about was every like sixty years or something like 50, that. Fifty, 50 years, 60, something 60, like this yeah. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Yeah. Like every fifty years, like is some kind of incident. Even going way all the way back to um with reconstruction and all that. It's like it's about every fifty years yeah. something like this happens. This was mm-hmm. the one. Mm-hmm. 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 And then it was like the Emmett Till that happened. So you the know, Emmett Till started the civil rights. Started the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. All that happened during that era. Then you know things kind of got a little bit. <laughs> Pacified, I'll say like we were pacified. We were, you know, even though like we did get Obama in 08, people try to especially when we got Obama in 08, they're like, okay, yeah, you got Obama. Even going back even going back to the eighties, it's like we had the the Cosby show and the the, this perfect family we saw on TV is Uh like, yeah. uh, That that was our reality, is like, yeah. 
That's what it's like to be black in America. The, Hux, the Huxtables is like, like, no, nah, it's like, <laughs> hey, we had that. The Huxtable, if you want to, if you want to call us, like, as much as I do love the Cosby Show, I was just watching the other day. I watched the episode. It was with a great show, but it wasn't um, wasn't the, it, most, wasn't the most woke show out there. Looking back, my thing I'll say about the Cosby Show is that they transcended race. They did. Like you could have put any. If they, the Huxtables could have been white. They, they never, been um, they, they never been even Latino. touched race on that show. They could have been, um, they could have been Middle Eastern. They could have been any race. They really could have the Huxtables because it's like the father is a doctor, the mom is a lawyer. They have five children. Their children yeah, are well-behaved kids. One, one kid goes to Princeton. Is like that's like yeah, it's, that could be a leg to any race. It could have been that. one kid goes to an HBCU, but then even though they made her be the black, she she dropped out of college. But even still, she wasn't. You know what I mean? Like okay, like she just decided that college is not for me. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up going back to school. Went back later. like later when she got a little older. She yeah, she went back to school. Then another one of their kids go to NYU. Theo went to NYU, so good school. They went to um, they went to fucking auctions. One for a painting, one for a jazz record. Like yeah, they went how many, to how many people that look like us go buy shit at auctions? <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> That's a bucket list to buy. I'm like, Marcus, we're going to an auction in some years. We are going to go to that auction, I'm buying, Danny. I'm buying me a jazz record at an auction. 500. <laughs> buy, I'm, I'm buying a Dizzy Gillespie. I don't know. I'm just saying just making some. I'm buying Miles something. Davis kind of blue. <laughs> Miles, I already got Miles Davis kind of blue. Oh, yeah. I can't forget. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I know. <laughs> I think Huck, Dr. Huxbow had the dope jazz collection, like um, our father's like jazz collection. Oh, like, yeah. Shit all over Dr. Huxtable's collection. <laughs> oh, <Dre. laughs> Yeah. Oh, <Dre>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real jazz people, what they know about that cold train. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our dad well, has a, he's a, uh, a painting of Eric Dolphy in his living room. Yeah, with the bass player in there, and that's that's why that I know who yeah. he is. Because yeah, you asked me like about that, and I said like it has to be Eric Dolphy because that's the only bass clarinet I know. Like, I was like, it's some guy with a bass clarinet, and I just like it's a bass clarinet. I was like, uh, yeah, for those that don't know why I know, like a lot of I played, I was in a jazz quintet temporarily in my teens, so mm-hmm. I actually was on pursuing a career in jazz, mm-hmm. and uh, was going to the jazz showcase very underage when I really shouldn't have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, in yeah. the 90s we didn't care about that in the 90s we didn't care <laughs> yeah they were like smoking and drinking you got these two fucking kids and they're being and, just... yeah. and it was just regular like oh yeah let's enjoy Freddie Hubbard okay <laughs> we just like okay yeah this is nice <laughs> we, we, we felt grown as hell up in there okay <laughs> but like I said but like we say about stuff in the 80s and the 90s Parents just didn't care about things, like about supervision, about certain things. They just did. Because <laughs> a lot of stuff well, I learned from my Chinese. Dad, dad, like, dad, dad was with us at that one. Like, he didn't even care about that. <laughs> we didn't go there by ourselves. We, we were in there with him at that one. But like the, 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 the they didn't card us or none of that shit. It's hilarious, man. Because a lot of programs, and like, I'm like, why was I watching this with mom? Or why, why had mom Purple and dad? Rain. <laughs> Purple Rain. I was like, I was younger than Ariana watching Purple Rain. Why did I watch that movie? I was like, three. See, I was done. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't think it was appropriate for me to watch Purple so Rain at like four years old. <laughs> I don't think that was appropriate. And then I'd be watching nighttime soap operas with mom because mom like Dynasty Dallas um, and and Tom mom Landon. and daytime mom liked uh, all my Chris. children and she liked um loving like, yeah. Ryan Soap. <laughs> she had her daytime <laughs> ones too. She liked 
Moms liked her stories. Like she liked her she stories. stories. And then I would just be watching them. I was like four watching stories with mom. I was like three you're, or four years you're old. You're four wondering. No, that was my age. Like, you're like, I was four wondering who shot JR. Who shot JR? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit before me, who shot JR? Was like, so like two wondering who shot JR. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever year that was. I don't even know a year. It was a sister in law, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was. A, I, we have to ask mom. Like, I think it was a sister-in-law who shot Jr. I think it was. She would know when she did. Yeah. <laughs> that's when people actually still watch TV together. Like that's when um TV was musty. Now yeah. it's streaming. It's like yeah, like do it. Um, it's not the same. Like like look at the Game of Thrones finale. It wasn't the same. It's like you didn't have like um fifty million people watching the same thing at the exact same time. Like people watch it when they yeah, yeah. You know, I watch it when I watch it. Like like power, like you like say you always watch it like on demand. Like like the, the shy, I've never seen an episode of the shy live. I've always watched it on demand. It's like it's like nowadays, you know, we don't myself. Mm-hmm. I will have my time to myself because I I'm an early riser, my family sleeps in. So on Sunday morning I will wake up, watch power like at six in the morning. They That's how I was the with the shy. For me, it was more like 3 a.m. I watched the shy. Yeah. It was like 6 a.m. when I would wake up and I'm like, look, previously. No, I'm an overnight guy, so I just be up randomly. So I'm up <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, new episode of the shy. Let's check it out. <laughs> I'm an early riser, so I'm up by 6 every morning, even when I don't have you to. You know, the show didn't air until like 9 o'clock yeah. that night. I was like, I watched that shit like. Hours ago, <laughs> like and that's what, and even Ariana, like for something that's like, like the show that she likes, she likes watching The Masked Singer, and now she likes watching The Masked Dancer. She likes watching those or wherever. So what? Oh, Craig Robinson, baby. Yes, Chantel. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, this all I ain't knew it. This all ties together. See? All ties together. Yeah, the um, the the jazz quintet I was in. The, um, I was the trumpet player, the pianist, in that. With Craig Robinson's brother, Chris. With his brother, Chris. Yeah. So it all ties together, like a true story. So yeah. We were in um jazz quintet. We were teenagers. I'm sure he was going to the jazz showcase too during that time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris, if I called you up. <laughs> He's still pursuing his music, like unlike me, that's that's talking trash on this podcast with you. So, yeah, we you got your keyboard in the back. So I mean you're still you're yeah, still dabbling. Um, yeah. You devil. Um Stay tuned. Now I'll leave it at that. Yeah, you dabble. You dabble a little. You dabble. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Tune being a key word. Stay tuned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, though. So, uh, Ariana likes to watch it. So, if it's, like, on, a, like, sometimes, like I said, the show comes on, what, Wednesdays? Yeah, it comes on Wednesdays on Fox. So. Hey, don't, don't have me lie. <laughs> but, yeah, come on Wednesday. So, because basketball season's back, if it's a game that we want to watch, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, we can watch The Masked Singer on Hulu or The Masked Dancer on Hulu tomorrow. We can watch that back on Hulu. As long as it's not the Bulls playing for No, we root for the home team. <laughs> we root for the Bulls. Root, root for the home. Just like the Cubs, the Bulls suck too. <laughs> well, they finally got a win. Like I said, we'll segue with the Bulls a little bit. They got a win finally. They beat. They beat Washington. I don't even remember. Washington, I think. I think yeah, they beat Washington. They beat Washington. That's how they, they got their first win being Washington. Hmm. They did beat Washington. So. And then this team has looked really bad this year. I'm hoping um, it's just um because the Bulls didn't get to go to the bubble, so they haven't played real basketball since last March. I'm hoping it's just that. Because. um. 
There's two guys I'm worried about are um, um, Kobe White hasn't looked sharp or Wendell Carter. I'm worried about both of them because um, especially Kobe is supposed to be the point guard of the future, and um, he 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 didn't have some um some swaggy p moments out there. Like he hasn't looked real sharp out there. Like, I'm Wendell hoping is, rough, man. Yeah. Wendell looks really bad. And Carter looks like a he looks like a borderline bust at this point. I like what the backup guy. Gafford looks better than him. If I'm coach, like I'm not obviously like I'm sitting on my ass here on a podcast, but if I'm coach Donovan, I'd start Gafford and bring Carter off the bench. Which McCall actually looks has been looking good, but then yeah, he's playing for a contract here. Market is actually been looking good. Market, but he's playing for a contract. Um, <laughs> he should, if he ups his, I would still flip him because I don't think they're not going to they're not going to resign him for no max deal and shit. At nah. least. It's like you not pay you don't pay Lori Markin in thirty million like we're not mm-hmm. Charlotte with Gordon. But Hayward, he's right? uh, he's <laughs> actually getting his uh he's showing his value so I mean he's actually showing that he's an asset so that's mm-hmm. what he's doing right now. So, so he's we'll been um, Levine has been scoring he's um he got to get his turnovers under control but he's been yeah. um Levine's a scorer that's one thing yeah say what say what you want about Zach Levine but dude is a scorer. He's, a like said, he's like um I have nobody averaged as high as him since the since Jordan. Since Jordan. Yeah. Because he's so, averaging what like twenty six. I know he said twenty six last season. I'm not sure what yeah. he has this year, but I know he averaged twenty six. Like twenty six a season, yeah. And like year. um the last person to hybrids that many was Jordan. Was I think Jordan. Rose did like twenty four or five, like when he during his MVP season. Uh-huh. He was twenty four or five, I forget. I think he did twenty four his MVP season, yeah. yeah. But Levine, but no one's averaged over twenty five points since Jordan. Yeah, dude is a scorer and shit. Yeah, so say what you want, but he can score, score the ball. And then we got ran out the gym with Milwaukee the other day, and the less said about that. Well, (laughs) (laughs) like we turned it off, and we was like, yeah. Like we knew that game was going to get out of control because, like, by halftime they were down by twenty. We were like, yeah, (laughs) like yeah. Milwaukee is legit now. I like um they got a nice trio now with Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday. They um mm-hmm. that Drew Holiday it looks like it's gonna pay off. It already has paid off because Giannis like re he re up. So yeah, got ain't gotta worry about that shit. Yeah, he resigned. Yeah. So, so it's already what his twenty four million a year? Yeah, highest um I think he's the highest paid player in the league at this point. Yeah, his he contract is like forty four million. Yeah. I think he's the highest yeah. paid right now. Which he should be. He's a two-time MVP. Like, yeah, like Milwaukee said, we ain't and we going we ain't going to entertain that. Where's Giannis gonna go? We here's his bag. <laughs> Take this bag. I feel like Giannis is the perfect type of player for Milwaukee. He's not like oh, going back to our father. Like when Lou Alcindor was there, Korean. Like, he's like like this like this city sucks. I want to play <laughs> in a real city. That's big. That's why they traded for Alcindor. Kareem Abdul Jabbar for those that Right. Cinder when he was with the Bucks. Shout out Mike Love. <laughs> when they won their title 50 years ago, 71. So there you go. <laughs> last Damn, time was the, last was time the Bucks won the title was 71, Mike Love. Damn. Mike, and the funny thing is Mike Love probably remembers that title. So Mike Love old as hell. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the new Mike and Diz show. Love you guys. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> But it's still funny, though. I just had to. <laughs> Mike is a he's um a, a true supporter and fan of not another damn podcast. Yes, 
definitely got love for the homie Mike Love. But yeah, we got love for Mike Love. You probably remember that. You probably remember that Lou Alcindor championship. He would have been like Khalil's age, but he probably remembers that shit. And I was negative, but I was negative ten. In 1971, I was negative ten. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm born in '71. I'm not fifty, y'all. Yeah, I was negative ten. But maybe the Bucks will. I still think the Lakers are probably going to repeat. I still think that. But maybe the you got to go with the champs, like um, unless it's a drastic change, like when um Giannis left um Toronto. But typically, um, the champs are the favorite until proven otherwise. Uh, and I think the Bucks are legitimate. With um, the Drew Holiday was an upgrade over George Hill's Trey Songz. Looking at us, like he definitely was an upgrade. Yep, is Drew Holiday an upgrade? Yep, <laughs> <laughs> definitely an upgrade at the point guard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they well, got I mean, they got a legit shot. And like I said, nigga, and they don't have the, they don't have that pressure over their head about um Giannis bouncing at the end of the season if they if they lose if they get eliminated in the second round again right. they ain't gonna worry about that again. So now like now we can focus. So like they can actually focus on get they, they well coached like Coach Budenholzer, so they um mm-hmm. well coached. So they got a legit shot. They might take the East. Who else is um who else is hot in the East? Ah, oh, I forget. You know, don't don't sleep on them Brooklyn Nets, man. Woo. Yeah, Kyrie and, uh, and Kevin Durant. He's like he ain't missed a beat. He's like what Achilles injury. Kevin Durant has come out. Kyrie and Katie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Durant was like, yeah, he's looking like yeah, like injury. He's like who? Like who, he's, me? he's one of the cats that might survive because that Achilles is usually a killer. He's yeah. one of the cats that um that might it is he might survive it. Yeah, because he's looking mm-hmm. damn good so far. And then which McCall is um. Boston's looking good too. Uh, Jalen Brown and, and um Jason Tatum are finally looking like um the future of Boston. That's the mm-hmm. thing with Boston, like y'all got some good young guys develop them. They kept trying to like, you know, like Danny Ainge got a swing for the fences and shit. It's like um <laughs> these, you got some good young talent, develop them. Like when they had um when they realized they had what they had in um Jason Tatum, I said trade Hayward's ass, get him the fuck out of there. Because, like, when the more Hayward plays, he's taking minutes away from Tatum. They play the right. same position. So get Hayward the fuck out of there. He's be- Tatum is better than him already and shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like develop your young guys. Uh, so uh-huh. what, what do I know? I'm just a schmuck talking on a podcast. A schmuck. <laughs> not, a, not a front office guru like Danny fucking Ainge and shit. But I said um, I'd have got Hayward the hell out of there. I still like Miami. Um, they just went to the finals, absolutely. They still Jimmy my Butler. life. Jimmy they Butler, might, uh, Bam out of bio, baby. <laughs> they might, they're my dark horse in the East. I told you my dark, my dark horse in the West is uh, Dallas. I'm riding Dallas for my uh, horse. Luka. My dark Luka. horse. That's my dark Luka. horse. <laughs> and my dark horse is Miami in the East. I like Miami. I do like Miami. I picked Miami a year ago, and people looked at me like they side eyed my ass. <laughs> Cause I mean I got a root for Butler. I mean I still I still like Butler. I've always liked Butler. Jimmy Butler. I've been. A I am a Jimmy Butler fan. Yeah, I've always. And I liked like Bam Adebayo. Like I've become like he's one of the cats on um on on um draft night that um I was like that's a good pick when mm-hmm. Miami took him and people had never heard it. I was like that's a good pick. Like, and then Hero, I like Hero. Tyler Hero was like one that was slept on. That um that even I didn't see him coming. Hero was a good pick. Um, Gordon Drogic still got something in the tank. He's not yeah. up yet. He's still um, he was the second best player last year in the playoffs behind Butler. I would say, 
Mm-hmm. He probably was their second best player, like during the, um their playoff run. Mm-hmm. Bam was probably third. I'll say, yeah, Gordon Dragic was probably their second best they player. Nice heat well, not be afraid, but playing. So they got some nice heat in Miami. Yeah. They got some nice heat. Okay. Well coached as well, Coach Bo. Like yeah, Spol- well keeping it forever. Spolster, yeah, he knows exactly what he, he won. Does. What three championships with him? So yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's a, a well coached there. Mm-hmm. Was it two or three? I think they won two under Spoke. The um, first one, I think Riley was coaching them. That one. Mm-hmm. Well, Riley had come out of retirement to re-coach. Remember that? Yeah, the first yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he still got the slick back here. Uh, Pat Riley's <laughs> too cool. Too cool. <laughs> Pat Riley got the he best the coolest hair in the GM in the NBA. Too cool right now. <laughs> <With a> slick back. <laughs> I said that's the reason why LeBron and them too. Well, I'll be because it's Miami too. I said that's why they took their talents to the top. I said, who would you rather like Kobe or Pat Riley or Gar Pax? So, who would you rather work for? <laughs> who would you rather work with? <laughs> you walk in a meeting, you see Gar Pax sitting there. Especially Gar Foreman with his punchable face and shit. He's like, hey, LeBron, sit down. Yeah, yeah. And he walk in, Pat Riley, he's like, too cool. He got his championship rings on. It's like, yeah. With the slick back. Yeah, he's With like, hey, you back. come to Miami, you want one of these, LeBron? I got you. <laughs> yeah. And Florida doesn't have state taxes, so there we no, go. <laughs> they don't have state taxes. <laughs> people like that, like our state taxes be bullshit, but with millionaires, it's like you're talking at least six figures, like possibly seven, depending on what you make in the state mm-hmm. taxes. So it's definitely if you're saving half a million dollars, you pay taxes. Why do like, Illinois billionaires didn't want to pay the fair tax? Yeah, they got out of that. Billionaires, <laughs> you see why that shit lost because people, of that. people with real money they they spent, but that's the fucked up thing is that they spent all that money to like basically do the campaign to be like, hey, don't uh, don't actually uh, don't vote change, on this. Um, don't change, don't change this. Over. And they got people to vote for it to say they've got people to vote no on it. Say no, we ain't going. Uh, Five forty-five, I think. So it was, we ain't um, going to do it. wasn't even a close race. It was so it even yeah. close. Fifty-five forty-five, I think, is what the final tally was for that. But yeah, no, billionaires. Mm-hmm. Like Bruce Rounder and his buddies, like they spent buku money. It's like all the money that you spent. Like you know, we could have fixed the tax issues in Illinois with all the money that you spent. Like, you know, <laughs> for advertisement, we could have fixed the problem with all that money. Hmm. But you know, like you say, you're a schmuck. I'm a schmuck. What do I know about the financial status and how to balance budgets? I'm just I'm just sitting here talking. Mm. I don't know why you bullshitting. I should look at a job in finance with the state. (laughs) Why you bullshitting? Hmm. So you want to talk about you want to talk about the stimulus payments? People are starting to get the six hundred. People are starting to get stimulated. <laughs> um, the the six hundreds are starting to drop. Yeah, so check your bank accounts, people. If you're in the United States, yeah, if you um get direct <laughs> deposit, um, you might have a surprise. You might have a Christmas bonus waiting for you. You might have a little piece of change in there because it was six hundred dollars. If you make less than seventy-five thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Might have a Christmas bonus. You might have it's a just little. Like we just wrapping it up. We call we have your your Kwanzaa bonus there. It's like your Kwanzaa. <laughs> wrapped up Kwanzaa. Yeah, you might have your Kwanzaa bonus. A Baragati. <laughs> might have a little extra piece. Might be a Kwanzaa bonus. Yeah, it might be there. So it might be in there. Cause I saw people. Uh, they were joking, saying that people who had Chime Bank were like, "Yeah," because they, they had this shit early. They're like, "Yeah, we got stimulated." Mm-hmm. Because Chime pays up to two days early, mm-hmm. and then other banks, like people who have like the bigger bank company, then they're like, okay, and then they're starting coming down. 
And then, but of course, you know, if you didn't get the first stimulus check because you didn't file taxes, you got to file your taxes. Mm-hmm. And it's tax season coming up now. We're about to start it tax season. It is tax season. Because I say We're tax season start. starts after the new year. Yes. So the W2s. People start getting their W2s around this time. Yeah, we already in tax season. Of course, if you're yes. Ned Flanders, he did his at midnight. So it's definitely tax season. <laughs> Back but, at working on those taxes. <laughs> And he man, he mailed his off January first too. <laughs> Ned wasn't bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But pay attention to your taxes and stop listening. Like I saw a meme. I don't know if you saw the same meme that was floating around on Facebook about how to flip your six hundred dollars stimulus. People was trying like say, go get an LLC and then you could flip that and get you. Because they were basically telling people to like do this to take this to get uh, the PPP loan, and then you'll get the loan, and then that's where you can. I'm like, you won't get people. people are still, audited. people are still doing PPP scams. Like people are gonna get, you gonna get audited, you gonna get, <laughs> you gonna get all type of shit. My first thing is stop listening to Facebook uh, lawyers, Facebook accounts. Stop listening to people. Who are posting, and then at the end, one, one point he stopped listening to broke motherfuckers. And then at the end of it, it said, "At the end of it, it said free game." That's what it said. They like, they like, yeah, we dropping a gem to you. It's like, be careful of these gems that you get from these. Sounds so-called, like sounds like a cat we know that we call Mister Jones and shit. He does that. Be careful for these so-called, which we've um, talked about on this podcast, Mister Jones. From these so-called tax experts, so-called. Um, business aficionados, so-called, like, be mindful of who you listen to, who just post stuff without context on Facebook. Be careful about that. Like I said, don't, don't, yeah, like, I know real accountants, like I said, Marcus is a real accountant, so, I mean, anything I want to know about account, I just ask him directly. This ain't nothing you can do. Hell no, you can't do that shit. You're going to get audited. Hell no. <laughs> like, he'll let you know immediately. But stop doing, stop it. Just stop listening to the mm-hmm. Facebook stuff. And I'm glad that a uh, shout out to my friend Patrice Stewart, because she's an accountant. Um she put yeah, Patrice put the thing saying um like, yeah, it keep that same energy when you get audited when you go to jail for tax fraud. <laughs> Watch me a GoFundMe, you trying to raise your fucking attorney fees and shit. She was like pay, pay your le- trying to pay your legal fees on your GoFundMe. But she goes in all the time about the when people be posting like stuff like free game for tax stuff that you can't allegedly do it. She's like, no, you can't do this. Like hire a real accountant. That's that's stuff that you can do. You can't do that. <laughs> Cause a lot of times if it's free game is it's you get what you pay for, we always say. Free game. Translation yeah. don't be Mr. Jones and shit. <laughs> <laughs> not even his names like some some idiot that we know that's always giving out free game and shit free game and it's just kind of i'm getting free it. game i'm getting it from cats like this as we segue we ain't new with this shit i'm so i'm listening to master p and baron davis that's what i want to get free game. Yes! So it looks like p especially p like a mogul i don't not, he's not i'm not even calling that man a rapper a mogul He's a mogul. Mm-hmm. Percy Miller, yeah. And then former uh, NBA um, All-Star Baron Davis. He played with the Clippers, the, the Hornets, the Knicks. Like, he's been around. He's uh-huh. a journeyman, yeah. He, with the he had a good State, career. We believe, yeah. We believe he had a good career. Here. He did. Had a good career. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then it um, looks like they're um, in the process of attempting to purchase Reebok. Um, the price tag right now is $2.4 billion. So um, we'll see how that deal goes by. I'm like, I'm for it. I'm for black ownership. And Reebok has been like um, a shaky brand for a while. Like Adidas like owns, they trying to get Adidas rid of it. Adidas owns them. They're right. trying to get rid of it, yeah, because they yeah. not. When they acquired it, they really just were trying to kill a competition. That's what that was. They bought the brand and basically just sat it on the shelf. They're not doing it's it. On the shelf. Yeah. So now that we hit hard times, you know, like a pandemic, now like Adidas is looking to liquidate some assets. It's like, hey, get rid of that Reebok. Well, <laughs> we, <laughs> we can save some money with that shit. Yeah. You can rebrand Reebok because aren't certain celebrities starting to wear Reebok now? Yeah. Is, it, is, is Cardi B one of the ones who's wearing Reebok? I think Cardi now? does have a Reebok deal. I think, I think she, she does. I think Cardi B does. I know some people have signed deals with Reebok. She might be one of them. I think I do remember that story. Uh-huh. I, think, I don't. Re- I think I remember that now that you mentioned. So I know Beyonce has her Ivy Park under Adidas. She has that under Adidas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Yeah, Travis Scott is dumb. Does his with Nike. He got um, mm-hmm. a hell of a deal with them. I'm yeah. still trying. To get me, I'm still trying to get me some of them Travis Scott. I'm just saying. Like, and he got <laughs> the McDonald's deal too. That he had the Travis Scott sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Travis doing good. Like, <laughs> Travis like, the, doing good. like the Migos with their Popeyes. I still want that that Quavo Popeyes chicken sandwich, man. the two sandwiches. <laughs> Quavo was like, "I'm yeah, not one, and two. <laughs> damn it, <laughs> one for me, one for me, and one for Sweetie. You got damn it. I need Sweetie. two Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I need one for his baby and shit." <laughs> <laughs> but we do have to I mean I do like the black ownership. I mm-hmm. do like that because I'm all about it. That's why I'm that's why that's why I have a title subscription cuz it's owned by Jay-Z, black ownership. Yeah. I'm all about the yeah, black. We got ownership. Title. Yeah. We got title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz it do, it just makes you feel like Mm-hmm. You know, you just somebody you looks just, like you. Just you makes you feel all good like, mm-hmm. like I can't, I can't describe it. But you know, you just feel a type of way when you see black entrepreneurship. It's just like uh. and I'm mad. Um, speaking of Reebok, they retro the um. Hopefully, if Master P and them get it, they re-release them. They retro the Allen Iverson, the ones that um, he, the ones he crossed Jordan over with. The answer, you remember? They, they, oh, yeah, this, the ones he was crossing. Yeah, this that was his rookie year. Like those shoes, they got they got retro last year. I went to the Reebok site; they were out of my size. <laughs> I tried to get a pair. <laughs> they didn't have they didn't have no twelves. I was like, I'm not squeezing my foot into no eleven and them like that. But they were out of my size. So I was like, ah. that's how we feel when uh when Marcus tries to get his stuff. He's like, what you got a fourteen? And they're like, uh, we have an eleven, we have a twelve, and he's like, I need a fourteen. <laughs> so. I usually like 12, 12 and a half, like, yeah, but I can fit a 12. If it's more snugly, 12 and a half, I got more toe room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we struggle with our his shoes. We yeah. struggle. But um, <laughs> they didn't have a 12 or nothing like that. Like they said, that the uh, biggest they had was 11. I was like, nah, I'm not getting the Iver since then. But, yeah, <laughs> look, though, yeah, I was like, oh, these the ones. Yeah, I remember these. When you cross Jordan over his rookie year, that's the shoes he was wearing. <laughs> They and we were so mad. We were like, "No, you didn't cross over. You don't cross over, Jordan. What's wrong with you?" Mm-hmm. He was mad, but he this was like, no, "This was like this was '96 too. So like Jordan was just coming off of that '72 and '10 season. Yep. And his rookie crosses him over like the the very next year. It's like, crosses over, just uh, came off of that. Crosses him over in the Space Jams in the 11s. Yeah. 
<laughs> they had just come off of the greatest season in NBA history. And then in the 11s. He crossed yeah. over in the 11s. Yeah. <laughs> Iverson was wearing the – um. they called the answers is what they called them. I was like, yeah, I might give me a pair, though. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that it could be a great – So, P, P and Baron Davis re-released those in 12s and shit. Just 12s, like no other size. Re-released those in 12s. Hey, we won 14. <laughs> get one, get a <laughs> couple pairs of 14s, too. Yeah. We need your Marcus a pair. So, <laughs> I missed out last year when they retroed them, so I just need me some. I'm just saying. You released two pairs, one 12 and one 14. Two pairs total. <laughs> For y'all. Two pairs total, not two <laughs> sizes, total. two pairs. Well, a pair for me and a pair for Marcus. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I missed out last time, and I'm not paying. Um, I'm not going to fucking um. <laughs> I came with StockX. StockX. I'm not going to StockX and shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there. I was like, yeah, they're out of my price point. When I was looking, when I was trying to find, I was like, yeah, I was like, I want to get Marcus a certain kind of shoe, and I was trying to find, and then I'm like. And StockX is uh, my price point. <laughs> and I'll just get off of Yeah, you can find the shoe, but it depends on um, how much you're willing to pay for it. <laughs> you can find any shoe you want. You know, it's like, what's it worth to you, though? <laughs> but 2021, I'm a firm believer in the Kevin Hart way of thinking. Stay in your financial lane. I'm staying in my financial lane. Charlemagne says, act your wage. Act your wage. <laughs> I'm going to act my wage and stay in my lane. Like I know, I know what I'm capable of and what I can do comfortably. So other things is like I'm not dropping six hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. I'm just not doing that. It just won't make sense for me to do that financially. It just wouldn't. For looking up like those averages, I want to see what they're going for right now. <laughs> well, and then the thing is, us, we're not even going nowhere. We're still in a pandemic. <laughs> like we can't yeah, go. I haven't nowhere. been um shopping as much because I'm not really doing shit like that. So my right. sneaker game has gone down compared to 2019. <laughs> we can't go outside, so. Although we did see New Year's Eve parties, people posting maskless New Year's Eve parties. And I'm like, don't, mm-hmm. don't care. They yeah, saw a couple of people like clowning. They saw your boy, boy uh, had a New Year's Eve concert, a maskless New Year's Eve concert. Your boy, uh, Rip Van, what's his name? Uh, Vanilla Ice. Ah, uh, Rob Van Winkle. Rob Van Winkle, there you go. <laughs> they was like he had a whole maskless uh, concert. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, these are they in my price range. I'm still not paying StockX though. Uh, <laughs> so I found a pair for under two hundred, but like I'm just, <laughs> I'm not buying. Not them. I'm not buying. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not buying. Keep that two hundred dollars. We're not going outside. <laughs> we ain't going outside right now. <laughs> Maybe I get them retail of Master P and then retro them again. Or you could take that 200 and flip it, get you an LLC. <laughs> yeah, this free game right here, Dennis. It's free game right here. That's right. <laughs> this, we, this is the name of the podcast, Free Game. That's free Game. Free Game is the name of this it's like, first of all, if you acquire LLC, what's your pride that you're selling? What's your business? It reminds me of this idiot that we knew like when we were kids that said he was going to get some cards printed up. <laughs> had no business. So, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to say who, I, who it was. I've said, I said his name on this podcast earlier. <laughs> Did I say it? <laughs> I don't think so. But... <laughs> I'm going to give you some cards printed up. <laughs> it's like, but to do certain things, it's like... You just like, talking like you don't. Um, people just talk, man. You just like to talk. 
you people already are going to get yourself messed up with this uh, PPP loan. Y'all already done messed up the game. Like, I mean, so I hope that that was worth it. Whoever took out a fraudulent PPP loan, I mean, good luck. <laughs> when the IRS come for your ass, good luck is what I said. The, the I, the R, and the S. <laughs> I, the R, and the S. Never mess with the IRS because it's going to be theirs. See, the IRS, so they said theirs. <laughs> this is going to happen when you mess with them. Yeah. Whatever you guys going to be theirs. So. Don't, don't mess with Irwin. I'm a wrestling fan. So get <laughs> you don't mess with Irwin. Irwin, I'm a shyster. He'll whip your ass and then audit you. And then audit like, you. Don't like, even whip your ass. He whips your ass. <laughs> we hated him as kids. Irwin. <laughs> what a great villain, though, because it's like the parents the don't like him because he's evil, and the adults like he's a tax man. It's like so. What? That's a great going villain. Going because they because everyone who likes paying taxes. You saw Rounder and them didn't want to pay. Yeah, who likes paying taxes? <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes paying taxes. Trump don't pay him. Yeah, like, it's, it's nobody likes <laughs> taxes. Don't yeah. pay him. So, <laughs> so what a he great fucking villain and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, circle back real quick. Just give me this check. <laughs> Mitch McConnell into Kentucky. Oh, uh, yeah, Mitch McConnell, they didn't filibuster the um because they tried to do the two they they tried to pass the two thousand dollars stimulus. Yes. Went through the house and Mitch McConnell, he filibustered the shit there. When he came to the somebody, somebody sprayed somebody came to his house and like vandalized it. I saw that shit. Yeah. And they wrote where's W-E-R- where's my money? <laughs> W-E-R-E-S. Where's, where's my where? money? Where's my money? <laughs> where's my money? <laughs> well, it is Kentucky. For, I mean, I will say that it is Kentucky. So, <laughs> the spelling. Because it was all type of grammatical errors in that spelling errors. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> where's my $2,000? <laughs> But you guys voted him in. Like y'all voted him. You got you got him another four years. That's on you. That's on y'all. Y'all voted him in again. You we talked voted about him this out. the other day. It's um, it's hard, to, it's hard to get fired from um. You got to really fuck up to um to lose um one of those like the a seat for the house like one of those seat. It's like those are lifetime jobs. Only people like only time that they get out of office is if they um run for another office. Like when Barack ran for president, mm-hmm. Barack would still be senator of Illinois if he didn't run for president. Exactly. Those are jobs you keep forever, exactly. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't give those jobs. Because like we look at these positions, like what's how the cause? How long has Durbin been a fucking senator? Like, I'm about to say, Dick yeah. Durbin been there since yeah. I was probably like 10 or something like that. He's been there since I was like 10. Like well, he's always Joe been Biden, there. It's like, like 35 years in Delaware before he like got hooked, before he became vice president. 45? Joe Biden. 40 like, years? Like 40 years he was a senator. In he was in there like Those 40 years. Those were lifetime years. jobs, that's it, basically. So we saw his hair go from receding, receding, receding. We saw his hairline do this. And the time that he was in office, we saw his hairline gradually The time people like, you either got to really fuck up or you got to um, run for another office. Like we had like disgraced congressmen in Chicago. We had a couple Mel of them. Reynolds. Mel Reynolds <laughs> way back in the day. And Jesse Jackson after him. It's like, like Mel Reynolds, like he was fucking <laughs> with young girls. And then Jesse, yeah. and, Jesse and Sandy got caught stealing. They, they were funneling money illegally. Got got, I'm sure all of them do. They just got caught and shit. <laughs> the Jacksons just were they, they were just done with their. They, I'm gonna say my blood story. There were some real niggas with there. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but this is what I'll say about the whole money. Because let's be real. If I had, if $50 million came in, and then I say you mean, $43 million I'm going to say you mean, you mean $45 million there came in? $43 million? $43 million, $40 million came, came in? in, you mean? Forty-three came in. So I didn't train in day. He was like, "Yeah, your first day a three million dollar bust." There, don't you mean four million? He was like, "No, three million. Three million. <laughs> we was talking to Jake. He's like, "Yeah, your yep. first day on the job, he was part of a four three million dollar bust. Like, it's four million. Right? No, you meant three no, million dollar bust. <laughs> All of them steal yeah, money. We'll scam that million to pay them damn Russians. All of them scam a little bit off the top, and then as long as you just." As long as you be discreet with it, you don't go out and you don't do like a dead president where like he went out and bought a Cadillac the next day. Bokeem Woodbine. Or not, or Cleo and set it off and did that too. She went and got her car fixed and shit. Yeah. Bokeem Woodbine bought a Cadillac. She coming to work. She got her car like fixed up, her low rider. Got the low rides with the hydraulics. The low rider was raggedy as hell because the homies would make fun of her. They said, yeah, we've had this car. You've had this car since eighth grade. They fixed yeah. this raggedy piece of shit. Like, the homies. Because they had their lowriders were nice. So like, they would make fun of Cleo's lowrider. Yeah. And then she fixed her shit up. She got some money. Now she fixed it up. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, F. Gary Gray one of the homies making fun of her, I think? I think that was F. Gary Gray, because F. Gary Gray directed that. said it off. I think that that was Probably him. Was. He probably pulled a single to give himself a small part. I know he always is, like, a big, like, in Friday, he was the one, man, fool, that, it ain't even wet over there. Get off the floor. Yeah. When um, Ezell fell Ezell, on the like was faking his injury and shit. Yeah, yeah he was the one who said, "Fool, get up! It's not even wet." That was F. Gary Gray when you look back, and I think that that was him making fun. It's just like um, like, like <laughs> Singleton and on um, Baby Boy <laughs> DVD. You see, masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Master yes, he was a hustle man. He was a hustle man trying to sell. They were out when Jody was having his moment. He's like, "Yeah, look at all this money out here. Like, we need to get out. Look at Cake Man over there. Like, man selling T-shirts." DVD, like he was the DVD guy that came. Yeah. DVD, Master P, Charles Angels. <laughs> but he did exactly what uh what you do. You go, you get you a Cadillac, and then they say he was handing out one hundred dollar bills too at the church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, uh, he, he, he put a, he put a little Willie Wilson. Oh, Willie Wilson. <laughs> and they said when he was handing out the he said that God gave it to me. God. <laughs> like yeah, you're gonna get caught. You're gonna get. I see why Willie off. Wilson keeps running for office because like if he gets in the Senate, those are lifetime jobs and shit. <laughs> yeah. Willie gonna get something. Willie done ran for everything. He ran I for think president. Willie, um, I'm not saying me. that um don't aim high, but like <laughs> Willie could probably get some of these local elections. I don't think I think he don't want that. Like Willie could be on silly city council if he wanted to. He could win like a award and shit. Like Willie could be like he could like be your count. He could be your alderman basically. Like, move the alderman, right? Yeah, yeah, Willie could get that and shit. Yeah, he could. And those positions be lasting forever because my alderman been in my in her position for what like fifteen years, something like that, twenty years. Once again, you got to really fuck, big fuck up. Like I said, look at Sandy, there, Jackson. Man. Sandy Jackson. <laughs> she was he like, she was in our mom's ward. Yeah, Sandy Jackson was in our mom, and she like, and my our mom actually worked on her campaign. She was yeah, so she disappointed did. in the Jackson's way. She was. Like, mom, like, that, that hurt her hard for real because, she like. She had their picture in the house. The she family had their picture in her house. She down. Yeah. Like, she, yeah. Had, she took it down. Because <laughs> uh, mom would be handing out turkeys on Thanksgiving. Because, like, I remember one year when mom was helping him hand out turkeys. And she said that Jesse was so happy that she was out there. She was really, like, hand out them turkeys. She said that Jesse hugged her and gave her a kiss on the cheek. Like, he was telling her, thank you so much, Miss Abdullah. Thank you so much. And, you know, she was just handing out the stuff. And, you know. And My mom got invited to um the, the election. Like, 
Yeah, she got invited to that the, to the after party, the real yeah, party at the but, hotel. Um, yeah, she, it was, but no, it was late. You know, our mom, she's oh, she's like, that's late. I'm like, this is the first black president. Why I said, you should have went. You should be down there. Yeah. You need to be down there at the Hyatt. I think it was at the Hyatt. You need to be down there. I was like, mom, you have VIP access like that to the president, and you can work in Jesse's campaign. She worked on Sandy's campaign. I mean, so yeah. She worked on the She was an invited guest of the Jacksons, yeah. Because Jesse was um, Jesse was a congressman then, so like yeah, so she was an invited guest. So and see, our mama know, was good. Yeah, our mama was good, mm-hmm. but she didn't go. <laughs> but she was so disappointed when she took the picture. Yeah, she, she, she had the Jacksons picture. It looked like like it's like the little family portrait. It might it was have been a holiday. It was a holiday yeah. picture. Yeah, card, like that. Yeah, they had a little family portrait. They had like, the little like. Mm-hmm. The little ting, the little holiday picture, yeah. And then mom took it down. down. She probably threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> she was so that hurt her heart so bad. She was so hurt by that. Mm-hmm. She was. I was like, aw. But we talked about um black disgrace, and I want to talk about some more black excellence. Yes. You heard about Ebony Magazine, right? What happened with them? It's been purchased. Oh. Fourteen million by a former NBA player. So you less this um he probably played way bound though when he played for the Bucks. So we're not new with this title altogether. But yeah, he was um I don't know, I gotta see when he played. But yeah, he's an older guy that played with the Bucks back in the day. Yeah, and he bought um bought Ebony because um they filed for bankruptcy some years back. I remember so like that, yeah. Back. So like um bring him back. Bring him back in um in digital form yeah if you're not gonna yeah. get print back or you can do like special issues of the print like i know um the magazine industry is a dying industry so but um you could come back in um digital form mm-hmm. and ebony was popping ebony jet back in the day man you're right like shit let, let me get my resume together let me let me write let me submit some uh, freelance articles to y'all ebony let me mm-hmm. let me get my writing done let me get my get myself together well no one when he played i want to pull up his career <laughs> But yeah, you gotta. Um, I like that. I do like that he purchased um, Ebony. I do like that because glad somebody bought it, Junior. Bread. It's about because Ebony was our magazine. It was like you got to yeah, see. We had, you had Time Magazine. You had Life Magazine. Ebony was our version of Time. Esquire. Life. You saw Esquire. All that stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you got to see. You know, you would see. Eartha Kid on the cover. You would see Lena Horne on the cover. Um, Bill Cosby, like, back before, yeah, like, we would see like that, yeah. Yep, you would see mm-hmm. that. You would see, um, who's another? Uh, Sidney Poitier. You would see, like, people like that, you know, like, um, black. The, the Jackson 5 back in the day, like, yeah. Yeah. Very popular cover, yeah. And it was just nice just seeing these amazing artists, actors, musicians, singers you know once again people that look like you um, you have a dis- different type of pride when one of mm-hmm. yours like we had our magazine okay yeah we, we might not make it on time but we're gonna make it on ebony representation matters it does when you see somebody that looks like you and you see them excel and be at the top of their game it's like okay okay it makes you feel like okay i can do it too so if i see someone who looks like me that means that the sky's the limit for me as well, especially like if you're a young child, like a little kid watching that, you see someone. Okay, doing Junior Bridgman played for the Bucks 
from 75 to 87. Okay. So we okay, yeah, to, so we were, yeah, we were young. I wasn't, um, <laughs> I wasn't, I definitely wasn't into the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, yeah, because they weren't that good in the fucking 80s. <laughs> so, that, so it wouldn't have been a team that I would have been watching back then. Fear the gear. You would not have been fearing the gear. Yeah, I didn't really. Um, <laughs> when I first really started paying attention to the Bucks was during the Ray Allen, Vin Baker, Sam Cassell, that era. That's when that I really. Era. Glenn Robinson, the big dog. Shout out Gary, Mike Jones. I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I started paying attention to the Bucks. It was like, yeah. I think Baker got traded by then, but I know it was that era when I started paying attention to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. It was the 90s, like the, the 90s. 80s. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't have been watching them, but yeah, he played during that era. But he bought um, Ebony Magazine, 14 mil. So Good that he had the assets still to purchase that. So like, yeah. let's he probably saved his that. money in his career. He probably wasn't out here like buying like a bunch Freaking of crap. Money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, uh, like I keep on forgetting the guy's name, the one that they traded for uh, Lou Alcindor. Another buck. Um, buck who's he like went, the, went into he's um, Wendy's purchase. He bomb. He's yeah, uh, he's like he's the, a big uh, wig in Wendy's. He was a big wig. Yeah, like he's worth like four hundred million dollars or something like that. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's like the third largest Wendy's owner or something like in the country or something like that. He's a guy, he had an average NBA career, but he was smart with his money, like mm-hmm. post basket. Like I said, he's not going to play forever. What you do right. after you play is like what matters because yeah, you got to be smart with your money. This free game right here. This is actually free game this right is real here. Free game right here. <laughs> not that dumb bullshit free game with all the <laughs> PPE <laughs> scams and shit. Not PPE scam. Money. <laughs> <laughs> No, but be like my thing that I want to encourage people for 2021 is to, you know, think about have your vision of where you want to be and where you want to go and start trying to plan there. It doesn't take a lot to invest. You can start investing on acorns. You can invest on acorn because they um they round the change up. They like round you buy up. something, anything like this, it's not um not an even dollar. They round up to the next dollar and invest that change. They invest it for you, yeah. So it's like you make your regular purchases and they invest your change. It's like easy. You like you take it out of your mind. Yeah. Nine dollars and twenty five cents. That's seventy five cents. Five cents. They'll invest that for you. It's mm-hmm. going in for you. Mm-hmm. So you don't need a lot. And then stash. You can start stash with like as little as like five dollars. Mm-hmm. You can start on stash. Robin Hood. You don't need a lot. Yep. You know? Um. A lot of people don't know you can invest with um Cash App. Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah. yeah, you go to your cash app. Is um at the bottom of it. It has the little um. You see the little stock um. That's not just to see what the stocks are worth. They have the little stock icon at the bottom there. You click on that. You can, mm-hmm. It says buy sell. It has buttons. Oh, okay. You can buy stock on there. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know. So that way, if you don't know like where to like where it puts your money, you send money to people through cash app. Just um send it to the stock market instead of like instead of me sending you some money on cash app. I stop buy some stock like that. You can do that through your cash app. Mm-hmm. So it just it makes it takes all the complicated stuff out of it. It's like mm-hmm. if you know how to cash app, you know how to invest. I know like reading candles can be complex. Like reading the bars is like that's like that's. I mean, it it takes a science to learn how to do that. It does take a lot of studying to learn how to do that and to really get good at doing trading and stuff. But if you just want to just start small, just just start doing things like just different from what you've been oh, doing. Oh, Bit- Bitcoin is way up, FYI. It is. I bought some more Bitcoin. I, def- <laughs> I doubled my money. Like, <laughs> last, I bought these last 
month or so, I've doubled my money, something like that. Because like I checked, yeah, yeah, they're up, they're way, they're like thirty four thousand dollars. Like they broke. I said I've doubled, like what I because I bought some last month and it's doubled. So yeah, I've doubled my money in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Because so. I bought some a while back and like my money has doubled. So then I bought some more today. <laughs> I bought some more. Beer. I was like, let me, let me, let me grab some more of this Bitcoin. I have it. Where my, for my crypto. Yeah. You can also buy crypto through at Cash App as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bitcoin um, icon on there, too. So you can get mm-hmm. crypto as well, too. That's what made me think of it because I know they have the um, crypto icon on there too. And people think that's just to check it. Like, no, you can actually buy through yeah, that. That's it. not just to look at the numbers. It actually is like it's a button that says buy, sell on there. You can buy. So it. start doing something that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, just just step outside of your comfort zone. Step outside mm-hmm. of it. Start trying to do some things. Start seeing like, okay, what what this do over here? Okay, mm-hmm. what this do over there? You know, just start doing things. That you haven't been doing, so yes. that's what I would encourage. And that's you. real game we giving you there. You're talking about encourage. I'm telling you, you could buy through your cash. We actually mm-hmm. giving game, not that bullshit. I'm just saying. <laughs> investing yourself. Yep. Like investing pay yourself first. We pay everybody else first, like um, that, and that's how the rich y'all um, win, like the rich because they pay themselves first. Say that for the cheap in the back <laughs> again. Which <laughs> is why the um, which is why the rich like um. That's why they pay their taxes at the end of the year. With regular folks, yours comes out before you even get it. They take it out of your check because mm-hmm. the rich pay themselves first, and they pay everybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the um, average person, like they're the opposite. Everybody gets their cut before you even take care of yourself. Like you pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. That's how you build. Our paychecks when we look like, wait a minute, we're like FICA is how much? Mm-hmm. How much did FICA take? Yeah. How much did FICA take? How much? Your federal <laughs> withholding, your state withholding. Insurance is like yeah, <laughs> Medicare. They take all. Yeah, you FICA take a lot. Money. They take a lot. FICA takes FICA, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Then Medicare gets their cut. You start looking at these. Uh, <laughs> like, and you look at uh, if you have a, a company that you work for, where you get a retirement fund, a pension. Mm-hmm. You see your pension fund mm-hmm. taken out. You got insurance. The insurance be high. Like I said, everybody gets paid before you. Like this, <laughs> union dudes, yeah, you, union dudes even take it out too. <laughs> looking like, wait a minute. And then some people go a step further, and then they um they send out all their bills for the month after they get paid. So, okay, yeah, I got to pay the light bill, got to pay the gas bill, got to pay the car note. It's like so, mm-hmm. all these other motherfuckers get your money before you, basically. Like, Pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. And get to them. It's like, yeah, they'll be all right. Pay yourself. And you can even do it like this. You can set up with your bank to do a recurring payment. Like if you get paid weekly, set up the recurrence. So every week you get paid. Your even money if, comes out. At, even if you when, only when the deposit goes in, your part comes out. Even if it's only ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Just put something aside for yourself. Even if you can only afford ten, twenty. Great, great book I read. Day. I'm gonna recommend is um an oldie but a goodie is uh, called the richest man in Babylon, and that's what it's about basically. This guy is talking about like whatever he got, no matter what. Like he um he took ten percent and put it to the side, no matter what he got. Like mm-hmm. that's how it's basically about paying yourself first. Is what mm-hmm. the story. So if he got a hundred dollars, like I'm taking ten out before I even pay anybody, before I start paying bills, like like whatever he got, he like took uh ten percent, like he put aside for himself. That's what got the to. Was in Babylon is about. Got to. about like changing your mindset about paying yourself first. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of us don't have that. We look to like pay everybody else first, and then whatever is left, then we like nah, pay yourself first. And this would be for me. No, mm-hmm. get your cut first, and then. 
Because as they pay all these bills, not gonna be nothing left. You pay all these bills, and then you got like twenty dollars left at the end. So <laughs> you got forty dollars. Yep. <laughs> Everybody else got theirs. You didn't get shit. <laughs> but I think stop I'm done. Swiping. Stop got- swiping damn credit cards. Stop ah. swiping your credit cards. Stop swiping. Stop swiping. Uh, yes. Don't don't get me started. You about to de- depress me for the new year. If it's not a lux, if it's not a lux, if it's not a necessity, if it's only a luxury item, stop swiping that credit here's, card. Here's here's some game stop. right here. I got more game for you right here before we wrap All this right, up. More game. Treat credit cards like cash. If you have a five thousand dollar limit, if you don't have five thousand dollars in the bank, then you don't need to be touching that credit limit. Treat it like cash. Today, if you buy something, okay, I buy this item for a hundred dollars. I pay a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure whatever you um, whatever you charge, make sure you have that amount in the bank. In the bank to pay you it back. Buy an, you want an item for five hundred dollars? You you better have five hundred dollars. You can afford to you pay. Yeah, have it back. Mm-hmm. And and then my my limit, I say to do it, do it within two months. So then that way you only pay interest for one month. Mm-hmm. Don't if you can't afford to pay it back in two months, don't get it. Because then you're going to be paying interest. If it takes you 10 months to pay back something, you pay interest for 10 months. The interest phrase are sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. So that's some of the free game. We're we going to give some more. I said, because Ashley, you know, it's tax season keeps on rolling. We're going we to gotta do a financial episode. We're going to do some financial Have stuff. some of our, have like Patrice, have some of our financial people on mm-hmm. here. We got to get David Greer on the podcast. Shout yes. Out. Yeah, we gotta get him on this thing. Yeah, yes. But we're gonna do that. We're gonna have a financial episode. We just sit and just talk money. Yeah, because this time we gotta have these conversations. We Mm -hmm. got to building wealth for our future. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm ready to wrap this damn thing up. Yep. Appreciate everybody's enjoying us giving free game. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But if you like what we're doing, then give our Facebook fan page a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your favorite platforms. I'm talking about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey! Also, if you want to get at me personally, oh, I forgot. We got to do our little YouTube. We know we got our little five-second polls we do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We got to get us on YouTube as well, too, if you want to watch us, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so the last episode was late post, but um, we're going to get it up there. Had some technical issues, uh, but I'm going to get that up there. So you want to check us out on YouTube? Let me get a little something like this. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, Amazon Alexa devices as well. And you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. All that good stuff. Ozradio.net. You know how I do it. Hey, you can check me out MSIMA six two six on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S C R H U L O E Y one on Twitter. S C R H U L O E Y seven on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>